guys. This is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Welcome back. We got a new little setup here. We do, we do. We're working some stuff out, so we want to get you guys feedback on how you like it. I like it. I like it a lot, too. I think it feels really homey. So no feedback necessary. We like it. <laughs> I'm just you saying. You just don't like all that extra. <laughs> I'm just saying we don't need feedback because we like the setup. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, So... We always say what we're going to do, and most of the time it happens. So I'd like to say that in 2022, we really want to focus on bringing more couples on the podcast that are like you, right? So you guys get to hear a lot about who we are and what we're doing and what's going on in our world of marriage and real estate, but we felt like it was time to talk to other couples to see who they are, where they are, and perhaps you'll you might resonate with somebody else, right? No, um, I agree. I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. So I'm excited to add more couples that are at the beginning of their real estate journey, um, some seasoned couples in their real estate journey, and you probably will see some familiar faces so i'm looking forward to bringing back other couples that we have had on the podcast and asking them about their real estate journey too so we hope that that format will resonate with you all i know that i'm super excited about it so we'll see what we come up with yeah and i think we always get really good feedback on the the guest episodes um the conversations kind of go on forever and and it ends up dropping a lot of great gems and nuggets yeah. when you get the the feedback from other couples, right? I think learning learning about other people's journeys not only gives us great information, um, but I think it gives the audience a different perspective. So it's cool. True. True, true, true. But today you got us. <laughs> <laughs> Just us. Um and so we've been in this pandemic for going on what, two years? Yeah. I actually Two years to the date, like it's the end of January coming up on the end of January. No, it was in February that was it that it got shut down. Oh, it was down. March. It was like it, yeah, it was March. Okay, so then it will be two years. In yeah, a couple so months. we're coming up on two years in the pandemic. Um, life looks different. Mm -hmm. Some people really made some serious gains and wins during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and other people had serious losses during the pandemic. Um, and our hearts go out to everybody who lost a life yep. due to uh, COVID-19. Uh, but we had a pretty good two years. I mean, we had a crazy up and down two years. I think that when the pandemic first started, because we had a baby right before, mm -hmm. um, it was almost like um, it was good the world slowed down so we could kind of catch up uh, having a new baby. Um, of course, you lost family and, mm -hmm. and had, um, you know, severe sickness in your family. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of friends that also had the same thing in their family. So um, those parts were, were definitely super sad. I think spending the time together at home, um, you know, early in the pandemic, everybody kind of went crazy. Clubhouse was big because everybody's stuck in the house. Mm -hmm. And we all kind of had to find ways to cope being in Texas very soon after maybe like about three months after everybody started getting back out and the world started opening back up. Um, and then we kind of have found a new normal. Mm -hmm. Um, the first time, you know, here recently we actually, our household got affected. Um, 
by COVID and got infected by COVID um, was here recently. And we, we were kind of always super nervous and anxious about it, it hitting home and when that was going to happen. And I think when it finally did, um, thankfully we had mild symptoms uh, and we, you know, we're thankful for our small children and everything uh, and that we had the ability to quarantine, uh, especially having businesses and our teams were affected and the whole nine. Um, but it was, it was a scary prospect. I know you were like super, super nervous and you got no symptoms. That was the crazy part about it. Like you were like, Oh my God, what if we all get COVID? And then when we finally got COVID, you ain't even caught. You ain't even have like. Yeah, I feel like my concern about COVID was more of we don't know how it'll affect what each it'll person, be. right? Yeah. So there's people that were seemingly healthy that lost their lives to COVID. And then there were other people who are the most unhealthiest people you know, and they easily, no you know, skate yeah. through COVID. And so not knowing how it would affect each one of my family members was probably the most scariest part. Yeah. Um, so that, I think that's, that's the only place where my fear lied. Other than that, we, we've been out. No, that's true. I mean, and we vaxxed. And so, we are vaxxed. So I'm like waxed. We are vaxxed. No, no, no. Just vaxxed sounds like waxed in general. But yeah, rhyming words. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. <laughs> I hate you. But no, so, you know, um, we have been out. Can't say that we haven't. Yeah. Uh, as far as the businesses go, it's been kind of an up and down journey in how we navigate those things from um, on the construction side whether it's materials or job sites or cleanliness or things like that on the sales side, I know it's been virtual open houses and fucking showings and trying to navigate those so worlds. Let's let's tell me about how COVID affected the park street side of the business. Good the, and bad. So the bad part was availability and prices are crazy. Yep. Right. Of so materials. being able to get everything from, shingles to granite to carpet to wood floors i mean it's just like it's like going to the bread aisle or the the uh the toilet paper aisle in the middle of covid right mm -hmm. it's like crazy um now on the good side is inventory is down and we sell new construction houses so the sales side has been really good it's just getting to the finished product that makes it harder. Well, and because we are a smaller developer, a smaller builder, we don't have as much access. And so if you think about the larger companies, they have access to large contracts and large materials, and we don't have that as much. And so what we've had to do is limit our selections. Yep. So before we created these packages that you could choose from, color schemes and flooring, and now it's really like whatever's available is kind of what we get. And I mean, it's not horrible, um, but it's about speed in our industry for mm -hmm. sure. So the longer we have to wait for finishes or specific products, the longer we hold on to a project, the less money we make on the back end. Yep. And so we've had to limit 
severely what the selections are in our new construction stuff, right? So you could choose floors, you could choose countertops. You could choose tile, you could choose carpet, you could choose tile like paint at a point. But now, what is it? Oh, but can, now I'm talking about now. Yeah, what is it? Oh, I mean you you might get one one to two choices on one type of tile mm -hmm. and then one to two choices on a type of counter. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Cause even finding paint is hard. Wow. Right. So you, I mean, we go all over the city just to be able to find paint to paint the houses. And when we paint them, like when we buy the paint, we buy in bulk cause we got to get all the paint in every house that we building at the same time. Yeah. And from a sales perspective, um, it's been from, because I am the listing agent, inventory is down all across the country, right? So inventory is down all across the country. And then, which means that there's less people, there's more people looking for houses than there are houses available, which is a great problem to have for us in new construction. And so we don't have very much competition. Yep. Um, the product, our product in the neighborhood that we're in, I think is top notch. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen lots of other builders and developers come into our area and build a very similar, similar product to us. Um, but nobody's Park Street, just FYI. Um, and that's facts. But nobody's Park Street. And so it's been it's been a good ride from the sales perspective. And the one thing we know about real estate and the stock market is that it's going to do this is there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows, there's going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys. And so now we're positioning ourselves right now we're at a peak, you know, we're steady climbing. We have lots of projects coming. However, what we're doing in this peak time is positioning ourselves for the valleys, right? So doing affordable housing, getting contract, city and government contracts, yep. which are all things that are market resilient, are build on your own lot program, things that people will always have money. Yep. The government so far in the U.S. will be giving out money like <laughs> candy on uh, Halloween. So we just need to position ourselves to take advantage of all of those things. So right now the market, the free market is good. Mm -hmm. Capitalism, let's go. And then when all of the, when the bottom falls out of all of that and the government has to fix and, you know, take care of everything, then we'll be positioned to take advantage of those opportunities too. Which I think is just really studying history though. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at some of the other businesses that have been around 20, 30, you know, 60 years, they They've done the same thing. So honestly, what we're seeing right now in our generation is it's the first real test for millennials that started their business in the last 10 years. You know what I mean? I think that um, we have to look to history to learn how to navigate the future to a lot of degrees. And while we have technology and we have all these other things, change is the constant. Yeah. It'll always change. And you always have to, like you say, pivot or panic, um, and we, we made a decision very early to always pivot and not to panic because we knew we want to do this for the long ride, right? Um, so, no, I mean, I'm, I'm still optimistic. I'm still super excited. I still have a lot of faith and belief, not only in, in the country, in our state, in our market, um, especially hyper-locally, um, yeah. I'm ready to fight the battles. Yeah. So that's <clears throat> that's the pandemic in real estate for our, our experience, right? Mm -hmm. What about family 
um, how has the pandemic, this is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, um, how has the pandemic, do you feel like the pandemic affected us as a family? Um, a combination of ways. It it It's really hard running a business watching kids, so school school and and care has been a big issue in our household um i know that especially with children at varying age like you know kayla did homeschool for a whole year and a half Mm -hmm. um that was pretty hard you know grades dip stuff like that and going into high school that creates um kind of a it's almost like a disadvantage you know for grade wise uh as far as our younger children thankfully their school never really closed uh, or closed very little. So we were thankful to be essential workers and have care so that we could still operate our business, even in the times of the the biggest lockdowns. Uh, I've looked at it just me personally as an opportunity to grow closer. I think spend more time together. Uh, even when we were on quarantine, I really enjoyed the rest and I really enjoyed the the time with the kids. We kind of turned our backyard into an oasis. So that was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that's my take. What's your take? Um, so you you sound so humdrummy about it all. There was some real there was some good stuff in there, too. Everything I said was good stuff. Oh, OK. Why do I sound humdrummy? Maybe it's just my tone of bit. Perhaps. I feel like this is an interview. It's not a conversation. Well, because you're not being very conversational. And I'm trying to carry this podcast today. You're asking me direct today. questions and I'm answering them. All right. I'll just stop. I love you. Okay. Um, so that's not gonna work. So like I said, let me let me do what I'm doing. Okay, um, you keep on carrying the heavy load. Don't worry about it, I got you. Um, the you ha- you carry the heavy load in other areas, I'll do this. Um, we potty trained our that's true three year old because of the pandemic. It was definitely something that we kept putting off. Um, there was lots of judgment out there about my three-year-old not being potty trained. And as soon as the pandemic hit early on, um, that was a good opportunity to do that. And so we did like the three-day potty training method. If you want to know more about it, there's a ebook I can send to you. You're probably not even supposed to do that, but somebody sent it to me. You said I can send to you? Who are you sending it to? Oh, people who reach out. People who reach out on the podcast and they're like, hey, you said something about three-day potty training method? That. Oh, I'm with you. Okay. Okay. So it was it was pretty intense, and you do have to stop your life, essentially, mm-hmm. to take the time to implement this method, but it worked out well for us, at least for this kid. So we'll have to try again with uh, the newest baby to see if that works for him. But that was a good opportunity to do that. It was really good reprieve. 2019 was a challenging year for us. And so I feel like, and I say this all the time, the Lord stopped the world for us to catch up. You know what I mean? The Lord stopped the world for us to catch up mentally, emotionally, uh, familially, like with one another to reconnect with one another because all we had was each other. And I feel like we were super um, blessed because Mm -hmm. the pandemic did one or two things to marriages. It either brought you closer in your marriage or it it tore you apart, right? And so we definitely got closer during the pandemic spending. And we spend so much time with each other anyway. 
but I'm sure a few of you, a few of our guests can attest to like the pandemic being really hard on your marriage or the pandemic being really good for your marriage. And for us, it was really uh, good for our marriage. And so I thought that was really awesome too. Um, so I'm always, I'm more like a silver lining kind of person. And the silver lining for me in, in a bad situation, which, you know, COVID-19 is, was that it really cataclysmically changed our family and our business in a positive way. No, I'm, I definitely agree with that. Completely side note. So you know how you have your thing with circles or whatever? Yeah. So on the side of this thing, it's like a bunch of little beads. Oh. It is throwing me off. <laughs> like I'm like staring at it. I'm like, oh, circles. Ooh, like, don't show it to me. Are you gonna show it to me? Of course you are. Oh yeah. It's not too bad, but but I see what you mean. Oh, but it just it just caught me and I thought of you and it's just like There's a word. It's a phobia. Somebody I I um, and I've Googled it before. Cyclophobia or something. Something. Cy- but there's a, a there's a phobia that really exists of circles. Um, in a tight pattern yeah. and really it's primal so typically in the wild if you see something with that particular pattern then that means that it's dangerous so it's interesting that oh is that what it is, is it that does. what the basis mm-hmm. of that is yep think about a beehive um mold when it's gathered in those huh. kinds of I never thought about it like dangerous. that mm-hmm. i googled it because i was like this has got to be a thing and I cannot be the, there it is, circle patterns. What is it? Let's see what it is. It is called something, something, tripophobia. 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 Ooh, it's the worst. Don't click on images. Don't click on images. I I don't, don't. Literally don't. You would. She'll lose her shit. Don't do it. Tripophobia. So if you want to see what what that is, the fear of circles in a repeating pattern, then you should Google it and look at the images and it will. Okay. If you anything like me, it'll mess you up for sure. No, I mean, all in all, I'm going to do the wrap up this week. You did all the heavy lifting. You've been super random. I'm going to do the wrap up this week. We should have, we should have did the episode the way I said we did the episode. How was that again? Where we ask the questions and yeah. Okay, next week. Yeah, next, next week. week we'll have guests. Next week we'll have anyway, guests. Anyway, look and forward to more guests. That, we'll have more guests. More stuff. No more random topics. Very little, just us. But until then, we what you got? This is Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Alicia. We out.